Welcome to the West 70s podcast, hosted and created by me, Betty Fox. Before we start Beth and Hayden's interview, I wanted to apologize for the sound quality because we recorded this episode outdoors. Beth is a senior staff attorney at the New York Civil Liberties Union, which is the New York State affiliate of the ACLU and has lived on the Upper West Side for over 30 years. Hayden is a high school sophomore who was born and raised with his older sister, Emma, on the Upper West Side. This is more for you, Beth. How long have you lived here, and how have you seen the neighborhood change? I have lived here a very long time. <laughs> so I think I moved into the building in 1990. Um, so I haven't lived here. There are actually some people in the building that have lived here a lot longer than I have. Um, but I have seen a lot of changes um, in the neighborhood over the years. There have always been very small stores. Um, we're right off Columbus and Broadway, so there's a lot of hustle and bustle on each end of our street, but our street is also really quiet. And I've seen, you know, obviously property values go up. Um, there have been a lot more kids. Um, and, you know, you see people with their dogs and their kids in strollers, and then you see the kids growing up. So you do see an awful lot of sort of almost gentrification. Um, but it's also turned into, you know, I think a stronger community. People, when I first moved in, um, there was a much higher crime rate in the neighborhood, and so people were very skittish. You know, you'd walk down the street and everybody was sort of looking around, but not making eye contact, and people were a lot more willing to interact. Yeah. Um, do you feel like the Upper West Side and the building itself is a community, and this is for both of you, and give me a time where you felt this way. Um, or don't. You may not feel that way. <laughs> well, I guess... Um, I guess there are like two ways for me, because um, I know that... You know, like, Mel on... on mm -hmm. in, what is it? 7B? 7B. 7B. Um, 
he was like so because of him i knew from a young age like what it meant to be trans mm -hmm. so that made it easier for me to figure out my identity um <laughs> and um yeah so i i think and i also talked with him a bit about that and that like definitely helped and then also like a bit more recently um i've been taking care of barney the dog in 4b 4b um yeah he's just really sweet yeah <laughs> Yeah, and I, I mean, I do think, I think both the building and I think the neighborhood uh, are really sort of typical of what people who live in New York experience, right? I think for people outside New York, or people who live in sort of more sterile apartment buildings where there's, you know, a lot of sort of people who don't really live here or corporate apartments, I think people don't really understand that people actually live in New York City and everybody has sort of a neighborhood and everybody has sort of at least one community. Um, you know, I have a work community, I have a home community, I have the Upper West Side proximate community, um, I have a school community, right, with my kids' families' um, connections. And I think you look at each sort of layer of how that makes your life really vital, I think, in New York, because there are just so many opportunities to be in so many communities. I think that our building is sort of our own little neighborhood. You know, you come home, uh, you know, certainly everybody, you know, at least the dog people, right, everybody knows each other, everybody knows each other's business about their dogs, and who's the dog sitters, um, you know, with all the kids in the building, we all know who's going where and who are the sitters. Um, during the pandemic, we had to do a sign up for the laundry room. So, you know, we all know everybody's sort of laundry schedule. We all know when people are, you know, coming, um, when their housekeepers are coming. You know, I mean, I know Teresa, yeah. the babysitter since you were born. I mean, your mom moved in when she was pregnant with you. So yeah. like, I knew you when you were, you know, and, and we're, you guys are about like the same, same age. age. Yeah. Right? yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, so there are all these little connections that really just engender, I think, a feeling of community. And I think we do, we work really hard in on the board to make sure that it's a warm community and it's welcoming. We try to operate by consensus. So we don't often have really big you know, sort of divisive issues. Kind of. When you moved here, what was your first impression of the neighborhood? Um, you know, again, when, when I moved in, I mean, I literally came to the building late at night before I bought, just to see what it would be like to come home, because at that point I was working at a law firm, as opposed to where I am now. Um, and at the law firm, we would work really late hours, and then you'd come home and like, you know, the then version of an Uber. Um, but the building doesn't have a doorman, you know, and the building next door to us doesn't have a doorman, we have brownstones, and then what used to be across the street was an SRO. Mm -hmm. So the population of people that were living there were not just elderly people, but you had people with mental health issues and substance issues. Um, so I wanted to see 
what it was like, right? At night, in the dark, um, early in the morning. Um, and I didn't see that there was anything threatening, but it was the bias that I was sort of bringing, you know, yeah. to, to this street that even though you've got Columbus and you've got Broadway and lots of busy traffic and stuff, um, it is definitely a secluded stretch mm -hmm. at night in particular. Um, but I didn't see anything that was, you know, disturbing. The thing that was interesting, um, the dormitory across the street, AMDA, used to have a Chinese restaurant in it that was an after-hours nightclub. Oh, wow. And the one thing that I did notice was there were a lot of cars coming and going, and there were a lot of, like, radio cars and limousines, and there was a lot of traffic from about 1 o'clock in the morning until 7 in the morning because it was an after-hours club. And people were just in there. And they weren't noisy on the street the way the students go singing a cappella on the street. Um, but there was a lot of traffic. So I thought it was an interesting sort of slice of Upper West Side. Mm -hmm. um, and how is this building similar or different from previous homes you have had in New York City? Um, I think because it's a co-op, um, I think people are a lot more invested in the building and the way we take care of the building and the way we interact with each other. Because I've lived, I was in Gateway Plaza, which was rental down at the World Trade Center. Ginormous apartment complexes, rental, nobody, you know, you knew the doorman, but you didn't know, like, your neighbors. Um, you never knew who you were getting on the elevator with. Um, you know, there was no interaction. And I lived in Chinatown in a walk-up loft, and there were, like, four of us, so we knew all the people in the small, like, they had all these business offices and partition rooms on the lower floors, but we were the only residential people in the building, mm -hmm. so that was weird. Um, and I lived in the West Village, where we were a six-person roommate group. Oh um, and it was really, really gay, at, you know, in the West Village. And my roommates would call the local police whenever there was a house. And the police would come running in because, oh, whoa, women in the West Village, hello. <laughs> it's really weird. So, you know, I think this is a more adult building, a more stable family <laughs> kind of setting, um, as opposed to other places. Mm -hmm. And then, this is for you, Hayden. What was it like like to grow up here? I mean, you're still growing up here. but yeah. like. Um, well, I definitely know a lot of people um, like, around, like, where I always walk, like, I usually take the M79 from school and then walk home, um, and I always see, like, the same kind of people, and a lot of them I've, like, some of them I've known since I was really young, since I've spent my whole life here, so, um, I always, even if I don't know them by name, like, I always recognize the same people, and, um, the other day I met um, someone for the first time who I've seen a lot but I never actually talked to and he was really nice and um, it was it was really um, great to get to know like somebody who I recognize but who I've never who I don't actually know and to actually meet him um, yeah and that was cool and then there are other people like um, Ali at Muffin mm -hmm. yeah um, yeah. yeah and then like some of the doormen for the other buildings who like I recognize and who've known me for a really long time. Yeah, and so it's always nice to see them in 
like yeah yeah and then like all the all the neighbors who sort of at least to me consider all of the kids of, you know who have lived here for a long time to be almost like their grandchildren or something and what are you doing in school what grade are you in where are you going to college no pressure i find that a bit weird you know to me i think it's cute and it's funny and in a way it's sort of Almost. Um, but it's also a little endearing just because it's sort of the New York way of looking at you know, like yeah. your, your kids and the kids in the building and your neighbors. Um, but you know, I agree, it's, it's totally, it's creepy. I mean, it's one thing. <laughs> it's unsettling. You know, was with a boy. <laughs> no, it's just like, it's oh unsettling, but not, yeah. I wouldn't say it's creepy, but it's suddenly unsettling. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. But we've it's also true. had, Especially like I don't know, I could imagine that happening like in New York City because like that happens sometimes. But like in this building where like it's, like there's families, there's older people. It's like not the place where if you're gonna throw a party, like I would never be like, hey, Come on down. yeah, like my neighbors will love it. Exactly. <laughs> like, or no one will say a word. Yeah, or they'll definitely <laughs> not tell like anyone that I know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, you know, and just like you we know, know talking to your mom, yeah. everybody will know everything, and then they'll talk to each other. Exactly. It's Maybe sweet. It's <laughs> but it's definitely, it, because we live so close together, it can be really intrusive. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, so. Yeah. I try not to be judgmental. Um. But having, you know, had to sign off on some letters, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, is there anything else you guys want to talk about, about any of the questions I asked or anything? Thank you for listening to the West 70s podcast. Go follow the West 70s underscore pod on Instagram. Bye.